Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Welcome to Postcast, David Locke and Ron Boone here on Locked on Jazz. Thanks you to, for you to subscribing to this on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use out there. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning with our regular program, pressing interview with Brian Seaman, the Clippers radio voice for In Arena Interview. This is all part of the Locked on Podcast Network. And tonight, Ron Boone, Boone, Ron Boone joins me. There we go. After a 104-78 whitewashing of the Clippers, on, on one level, Ron, you just kind of discount this whole game because... Chris Paul didn't play, Blake Griffin didn't play, DeAndre Jordan didn't play, and Allen Anderson didn't play. But on the same level, Derek Favors didn't play, Gordon Hayward didn't play, Rodney Hood didn't play, and Alec Burks didn't play. So somewhat comparable. I think it's clear that Blake and CP3 are at a different level. But but what do you take from this game, or do you just discount it because everybody didn't play? What I'm taking from it is, is the fact that the Jazz bench now, it looks like they can play with anyone else's bench and maybe even some of the starters and and. and uh, what you're taking away is what you see them working on in practice. And it's nothing more rewarding, I think, for a coach as to have things work in a ball game and, 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 and players, for instance, getting to spots uh, and executing their defense, executing their offense like they do in practice and, you know, just getting ready for the season. You know, one thing that jumped out to me at one point is we had on the floor Joe Ingles, Shelvin Mack, Jeff Withy, Howell Neto, and I think Trey Lyles. So really, four of those five are guys that we don't expect to get a lot of time if the Jazz are healthy, if that ever happens. Against Jamal Crawford, Raymond Felton, Paul Pierce, Wesley Johnson, and I don't remember who their fifth was, I think Brandon Bass, who we expect to be their bench. And the Jazz second-tier bench was actually playing with the Clippers bench and maybe even better. You know, that's what's, you know, again, what's rewarding, I think, for a coach. You know, a team is put together because they think that this is a team that we can – Okay, get into the uh, get into the playoffs and do some damage. Uh, the preseason picks says just that, and so when you put a team together and things started to to materialize, I'm, they probably have a long way to go as far as Quinn Snyder is concerned. But long as things are starting to they're showing progress, uh, we, we're seeing now we don't see that much screaming in practice anymore with with uh, with Quinn Snyder because guys being in the wrong spots and not executing, not getting the thing, getting the job done. So it's obvious that he has a lot of faith and, and confidence in what they want to do. There's been a consistent theme throughout this, which has been Rudy Gobert, without Derek Favors on the floor in the preseason, has gotten a tremendous amount more touches, more action around the rim, and been uh, very active and been dominant, frankly. 17 points tonight, 10 rebounds, I think, was his final line. What is going on to allowing Rudy to have this offensive impact he's not had before? I think you have to be excited about that, and, and I say that and because of his ability to get the job done, the things that he's doing without plays being called for him. I mean, he's running the floor. How many uh, layups did he get tonight? He got two layups tonight. Strictly because he's running the floor. Not like he's filling the lanes. The big guys don't fill the lanes. They come straight down the middle of the floor, and, and usually they'll come up with uh, a layup. You know, back in the day, some of the, old, the, the stretch fives, you want to call them, some of the big guys that could shoot perimeter jump shots, they would get a wide-open jump shot from the um, um, free-throw line or maybe from the top of the key. But he, he's, he's getting to spots, and, and his percentage is always going to be great because that's where that area that he shoots from. 
So I'm excited the way he's playing right now. And the reason for that is the players, the new players that he's gotten to playing with, but the fact that, uh, and you heard Quinn talk about getting to uh, spots on the floor. He's getting a lot of these passes from his French teammate, Boris Dio, who's the best passer on this team by far, mm-hmm. and one of the best passing big men in the league. It's just incredible to watch. Can he get the same looks if he's on the fair floor with Derek Favors? Uh, that we're going to have to wait and see. And hopefully Derek Favors has expanded his game a little bit more to where it get, does give Rudy a little more operating room down there in the paint. If that happens, then yes, he, he definitely can. If not, then we'll, we'll probably see uh, them start together, but don't be on the floor as much together uh, during the course of the ball game. Boris Diaz passing is something else. You know, he's special. Yeah, he's special. And, and you know, he's just not in a hurry, and, and he, he just – just knows how to play and I know we talked about this during the course of the basketball game but he just knows how to play the game and when you know how to play and and uh, you, you know how to get to spots on the floor and you can shoot the uncontested shot you know you're never in a hurry and to, to make things happen and he he's just he just gets it done you see why David that every team that he plays on they uh, he gets starter minutes or he gets a significant amount of minutes teams don't lose a lot when he's out there on the floor Let's go back to the beginning of the preseason, and there were three kind of storylines coming in, one of which was going to be Dante Axum. That was the primary storyline to everything. Number two was this new three guys, and four was the depth. So we've t- touched on the depth. Uh, the new guys in that assimilation, pr- frankly, we get an F to nobody's fault because with Gordon Hayward not on the floor and Derek Favors not on the floor and Rodney Hood not on the floor and Alec Burks yet to play, you, you really haven't gotten any of that. If we're really honest about that part of this preseason, it's not good that these guys have not been healthy and not been able to play. So let's go to the top. The storyline of this was the return of Dante Exum. The coaching staff has gone out of their way to get him 30 minutes a night. He got it again tonight. What are you seeing out of Dante, where he is, and and how much, how pleased or where do you feel that he is right now? I'm pleased with his his movement. Um, I'm I'm pleased with with the way he's running the floor. Um, Needs to work on his shooting, obviously, and I think more shooting off the dribble. Uh, coming off screens, and I think that will help him tremendously. But it's his wind seems to be there. I, I mean, he, I think he's just he's showing some improvement, but I just don't see where uh, he's looked any worse than he was at, at at when he was what in in the fourteen fifteen season. I mean, he scored fifteen points tonight. Scored eighteen the other night. He never broke fifteen as a rookie. Yeah, I mean, he's just. You know, he's, he's, he's learned how to play, too, I, I think. And he might be a year behind some of the other guys out there on the floor strictly because of his injury. But you can see his talent level is starting to catch up pretty fast. It's not clear who plays those backup point guard minutes. And if Alec is not ready, then they'll be playing a lot of two minutes. Shelvin Mack has played very well. It's going to be a hard call for Quinn on how, if everybody gets healthy, how he, how he allocates Shelvin Mack and Dante X well, minutes. And again, we asked this question and we talked about this even before they start practicing. Is this a luxury for Quinn Snyder? You'd have to say, absolutely. Uh, you'll see Dante playing the two. I mean, you got to be able to mix and match uh, opportunities out there on the floor. And again, it, it's it's the Jazz are in a position now where they can play situation basketball, and and which means that. Dante may maybe even go to a three. Who knows, you know, because of his defense and, and, and that kind of thing. You put yourself in that position, and you and you can get some make some damage here in the West. Do you have any concerns? Do you have anything that is lingering for you before the final preseason game? Well, I, I'd like to, like I said, I'd like to see what kind of team we're going to be. I, I like what we're doing out there on the floor. Are, are we going to run, or are we going to play like we did last year? Uh, 
until the season starts, I'll hold judgment as far as Joe Johnson is concerned because, you know, he's a veteran player. He knows, you know, how to do it and how to get it done, just like Boris Diaw does. And right now I'm just excited, like all the fans, you know, especially the ones that I talk to about, you know, about the season and um, what the Jazz are, are expected to do. You know, it, it's, it's really amazing how expectations are just through the roof right now as far as his basketball team is concerned. And not only from the fans here, but I think around the NBA cities. Tickets are available to the opening night against the Lakers. You can get a package that involves the Lakers, the Grizzlies, and the Warriors. Plus a new Jazz snapback hat. That's for only $99.50 per person. So call now, 801-325-9999. Those are limited. You can tell them you heard it on postcast. And you can tell them that you want to be at opening night for the blue out. As the Jazz will be pure blue for that night with all the fans. It's coming up. On Friday against the Lakers, a week from Friday, we'll start a week from Tuesday in Portland. We're right around the corner for the season. Again, that package is the Lakers on opening night, the Grizzlies and the Warriors for $99.50, 801-325-2999. Have a good night. Jazz blow out the Clippers in preseason game number five tonight, 104-78. This has been Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17